What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Not Finished Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to be a failure. I hope you heard me right. I didn't say failure. I said failure. So a failure is somebody who is willing to take risk and deal with failing, but learn from that failure and turn it into some type of gain to keep moving forward on whatever mission, whatever thing that they're going after in life. A failure is somebody who stays in that place and then identifies as a failure. There is so many stories of people who at some point in their life found a new passion, found a new drive, and found awesome opportunities to better themselves. But failing is something that comes naturally with any new thing we do in some way, shape, or form. So I think we all fall into this at some point in our life with a goal, but we actually hold ourselves back from our true potential because we end up talking ourselves out of it before we ever even start. Now, sometimes that's a good thing, but oftentimes it's a missed opportunity. So first off, the thing that holds us back is fear, right? The fear. Now, fear is a learned response that we often have, but many times there's actually a false narrative we tell ourselves. And so there's a quote that I heard the other day, and I'm going to kind of modify it, but don't spend time reading a story that has not been written. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe there's something that right now in your life you're thinking of doing, or there's a relationship that you play out scenarios in your mind of things that have not happened and probably never will happen, but you spend time in that space. So what happens is whenever we actually spend time in that space thinking about it, there's chemicals released in our brain that react as if that thing actually happened. So these things continue to put up barriers to us ever succeeding because we believe something might happen. So maybe it's something with your kids, right? Maybe you're looking at your kids and you believe something bad might happen to them. That's not healthy. And so we have to stop that thought. We have to say, hey, that's not real. That hasn't been written. It's not going to be written. And don't speak it into existence. And so a lot of times we've played something out in our head. Maybe it's something that we've expanded upon the idea or written more to the story that we were told as a kid. And the, the thing that comes to mind is this, is, is my son, uh, my middle son, and, and most of my, uh, uh, all my kids do this in some regard, but my, my middle son, Thaddeus, when we go out in like the woods or we go um, hiking or, or, or even if we're just walking down the street, he has a tendency to pick the hard path. He doesn't pick the sidewalk. He often wants to climb a tree, climb a fence, go up the hard path, pick something up, hang off something. He picks the hard path. And my wife is amazing. And she, she told me uh, one day, she said, don't, don't stop him from doing that. He continues to pick the hard path. And that's something that I don't want to stop him from doing. I don't want him to continue on the path that everyone else has. Because granted, it's physically as a child and it's something to climb on. He has to have that willingness to go on the hard path, the uncharted territory, the thing nobody else wants to do. Because that's where success and that's where ultimate gratification lies. Now, how does that grow into our uh, adulthood? Maybe as a child, you were told, don't do that. Pick the safe route. And so now you've got a job. You're secure. You've, you've got something that you've been, you've been comfortable doing for a long period of time. But in the back of your mind, you've got something eating at you. There's something more, something I need to be doing. And, and if you're happy at your job, please don't take this as a, you know, uh, 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 you need to be doing something different. But maybe it's a a hobby or, or a project, or maybe it's a new house, a new neighborhood, whatever it may be. 
you're not really content there and you feel like something on the other side is just out of your grasp, but you have fear. You have fear of going on the path that you haven't been on before. Have the courage. Now, here's the reality in this is that we're not going to start out perfect on whatever pursuit it is that we are going after. And another friend of mine recently told me, start ugly. So even with this podcast right here, I spent a lot of months writing down the things that I wanted to cover in this podcast to start it off. And so that's where these first few episodes, you will have heard there's, there's just the majority of me talking, kind of setting the stage for where the podcast is going to go and some of the lessons we want to impart. But I wasn't starting. And the reason I wasn't starting is I was spending so much time. I would record an episode and then I would try and make the audio absolutely perfect. I don't have an audio background. But what happens is, is you build the plane while you fly it, as we say in the Air Force. It's not perfect right away. It's not going to be perfect ever. So trying to attain perfect from the start will keep us grounded and never allow us to move forward and towards a goal. Perfect launches are for space, not for what you're doing. Unless you're, uh, you're, you're literally trying to rocket somebody into space. You might want to get that perfect, in which case... Another thing, uh, you know, kind of going along this is that regret manifests itself in a lot of different ways. And so what I found is that regret manifests into resentment for a lot of people. Regret of not doing something later on becomes bitterness or it becomes blame. And that's a defense mechanism. But never taking a shot makes you a bigger failure than somebody who actually took the shot and had one failure. Now, these things don't have to be drastic, but before we actually launch and try something, there's a, there's a principle that uh, I'd spend a lot of time teaching and trying to develop in people. It's planning, okay? Um, planning out whatever it is you're going to do is the essential to the foundation of whatever it may be, but we can over plan. We can't plan out every single detail, but an overall outline of what we intend to do keeps us moving, keeps us uh, basically moving up that up towards that target if we uh, if we allow ourselves to just spend a moment and say okay what's this going to look like it helps you know where you're going if you get lost on the trail and identify how to get back on track and also stay bound to some timelines if you planned or if you fail to plan then you plan to fail now part of that planning though uh, it, it's really important that while we're looking in that space that we actually, uh, we actually spend a little bit of time visualizing the success. Visualize the top of the mountain, if you will. Visualize how it's going to be whenever you win and not spending time imagining the failure points. Imagining the failure points, going back to the beginning, inhibits or it increases that fear that we have and stops us from really putting stuff into the plan. Because if you see it as being a failure, you're not really going to put everything you need into it. But if you see it as this is going to be successful, then you're going to have a better shot at getting to your goal. I think uh, married men out there, maybe y'all can experience or, or you can identify with this. My uh, 20-year-old self bought a diamond ring and went to the back of uh, uh, my military base we were living on at the time. And there was a, there was a pond and I brought this girl who I thought was... Uh, absolutely amazing and way out of my league and I was nervous because she'd been hanging out with me for some time and uh, you know I knew it was serious 
And I asked, uh, I asked a question with the diamond ring. That did not go as planned that day, but the goal was met. So right as I went to go get down on a knee, uh, my now wife of almost 15 years, her, uh, her cell phone rang and she answered it because she didn't see me going down to a knee. And then she had the phone up to her ear as I got down on my knee and she quickly hung it up. Uh, it was my now sister-in-law calling. And so she realized what was happening. And in that moment, I went ahead and asked the question. And uh, again, the rest is kind of, the rest is awesome history on that. But I was nervous. There was the possibility of failure. And failure in that would have been the ultimate rejection. Spent X amount of money on a ring, um, put it all on the line, had amazing dreams uh, that have been more than fulfilled, way beyond my wildest dreams, being married to my wife. But there was the possibility of failure. If I never took that shot, if I never had the courage in that moment, then my life wouldn't be where it's at right now and where it's going in the future. This is why I try and remind myself and others to take the shot. Take the shot because right now you might visualize a portion of the success. I never would have imagined having the amazing marriage that I have right now when I took that shot. I imagined a good marriage and an awesome woman, but it's been way better than I ever imagined. Another thing that I believe stops people from ever taking this step is talking too much about it. Talk is cheap, right? But talk also invites other people to talk you out of it. You have to protect your hunger. You have to protect your hunger for whatever this dream, whatever this goal is. If you start telling everybody about it, then you're inviting other people to start writing a false narrative of things that will never happen. That's not going to help you. Now, that hunger that we have, the reason we have that is it's kind of a primitive drive. So if we talk about it in regards to, say, a diet, think about what would happen to us and our ancestors if we didn't have food. What happens is once you start to develop a hunger, there's actually an energy spike in your body because your body sends that, it reacts that way to say, okay, here's some energy, go find food. So if we deprive ourselves in this delayed gratification of going after a goal, we continue to have the hunger to pursue that goal. If we give ourselves, say, let's, let's talk on a, a vehicle, right? Let's say you're trying to save up. You're a 16, 17-year-old kid. You're trying to save up for your first vehicle and save up 1500 bucks. Doesn't get you much right now. Got to be a lot more back in the day. You save up 1500 bucks. And you know you want this truck that costs $4,000. If you stop and go buy the $1,500 truck, you're going to lose a portion of your drive to go after the big prize because you're stopping to buy the cheap truck and you're eliminating some of your hunger. It's not time to eat until you meet a goal. Set these milestones for when you'll rest. Set the milestones for when you'll take a break or reward yourself, but you have to protect the hunger. It's not time to eat until you get to that. Failing and learning. It's the only way that success can come to you. Continue on the path to be a failure and learn from those failings so that you never become the failure to launch, the failure to do and get after the things that you wanted. If we do the hard things now and pursue the goals and dreams that we have, it will get easier later, but we have to put the time in right now.
We're not finished. There's work to do, and it's not time to eat. Thanks for tuning in today. Look forward to talking on the next episode.